Hello and welcome back to the Hardcore Honest Tea Podcast, where we do nothing but spill the tea, the whole tea, and nothing but the unfiltered tea, Miss Mama. We tell the truth on this podcast. It is unedited, unfiltered, and unfuck giving and unfucking believable gorge. Today I'm sitting up in my kitchen, well, my dining room, oh my god, and you know, it's height of pandemic, and I'm gonna have a very special guest come on in just a little bit to, you know, talk some topics and run over the drag race, she's very nervous, she's fidgeting with things, (laughs) she has a voice for podcasting, but before I do that, I just want to say thank you guys so much for all of your support on this week's, or last week's episode about the sobriety, you know, it's a very... Um, honest journey and a very raw journey and you know some people won't speak about their journey at all and they just pretend nothing happened and I've lived such an open and honest life that I feel I need to be as open and honest with this topic as I was when I was using and drinking because you need to see the other side of it and I think for me it was important to see people from New York City nightlife that are still very successful being sober Um, examples Marty Gold Cummings um, Congresswoman Cummings, my God. Um, and then there's Jasmine Rice LaBeja. She doesn't drink. Britta is now sober. Like, you know, I mean, someone may have not made it on Drag Race and someone may have had to move to Hawaii, but they're sober and they're living. <laughs> Shade rattle. The best part about this interview with Renee is that she's not going to be able to see or hear the sound because I have the headphones on. So, um, I do, before we jump into anything, just want to say that this episode is brought to us by Gay Pride Apparel. If you don't know Gay Pride Apparel, they are an apparel and accessory company that, um, it is founded by a first-generation Mexican-American and LGBT plus, Q plus owned, um, guys. I, they came to Stonewall and saw me one time, and then they actually ended up moving to New York, and they truly said it was because of the night at Stonewall. Um, it's an LGBTQ plus owned brand focused on empowerment, pride, and authentic- uh, uh, authenticity for year-round pride. Um, what I love is that they have like pride merchandise for each state. Like you can get an Arizona pride or a Texas pride or a Florida pride. Like it's really cute. And um, it doesn't have to be June for New York to celebrate pride. They make high quality products used for all identities. They have been trusted with over... 15,000 orders in two short years of being around, and they are proud of every single order. I have to tell you that I have a beautiful black, or no, Trans Lives Matter shirt from them, Um, and I wear it frequently. Um, It washes well. I've had no issues with it, and I get a lot of compliments on it. Um, They've partnered in the past with HBO, Rhode Island Pride, Queen's Pride, Britta, and um, drag out the vote, just to name a few. So if you would like to get some pride apparel, go to www.gayprideapparel.com, I think, and use code HONESTEA, H-O-N-E-S-T-E-A, for 20% off your order. They have phone cases, they have shirts, like, they just have really cute stuff. It's also a great gift if you need a gift for a friend and there's someone that you don't know what to do. It's a unique gift, and it goes to help support the community, which I think is great. Again, Gay Pride Apparel, you can find them on Instagram, at Gay Pride Apparel, and use code HONESTEA for 20% off. Now, with some honest, oh, this is going into the red zone. Sorry, like I said, people, we're, this is a... Uh, that was disgusting. It, this is a 
you know, self-produced podcast. So sound might be a little off, sound might be a lot, but that's what it is. So I'm going to welcome our little girlfriend. Some of you may know her from Fire Island. Some of the people are probably like, here is this bitch canceling people all over the internet for not quarantining. And then she has someone in her living room. You got it, Gorge. I said what I said. Um, Renee, my best friend Renee, um, also known as Adam. A lot of you know from Fire Island. Some of you know him from being in the dressing room. Uh, (laughs) But, um, you know, literally is probably the most quarantined person that I know. Literally wakes up, lives, breathes, and dies CNN. And that's about her life. So I have no problem. I'm not going to bring someone into my home, especially having a terminal... Oh, God. Um, a terminally ill father um, with a disease that, you know, could be very affected by this. So, hi, Renee. How are you? I'm Gorge. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. Let's get the applause. <laughs> hey. Girl. Literally, like, live in my bed. Girl. So, how has quarantine been for you? <sighs> Girl. Money enriching, actually. I'm not going to lie. Mama has coins because of the government. And I'm, you know, I hate the fact that, you know, I was talking with my mom, like, you know, that I hate that I'm getting all this when other people are not. But, I mean... You've also become the most frugal person. Yes, mama! Okay, the yelling. Mama. (laughs) Mama. Like, the fact that right before quarantine, literally, we were at Bar Bacon... And Barbican. <laughs> Barbican for my my hit bingo show, which lasted all of three weeks. Literally had to pay with three different credit cards. Three. I had to separate everything. I will and tell then, you, you were the girl that no matter what, she wasn't staying home. That <laughs> girl, I had $13. I'll make it work. And then everything happens, and now I'm like, girl. I don't, want to, I don't want to spend money. I have it now. Like, Girl, it's funny. Frugal Francine. Yes. But you and I have seen each other a few times during this just because, you know, you're safe. Um, not licking people in the Hamptons. Yeah, not licking people in the Hamptons. Hi, Christian. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally shaking with nerves. Girl, you're shaking because you're constantly <laughs> shaking because you're drunk. But <laughs> that was last week's episode. Mama. Can the honking outside please subside? We're trying to record. We're podcasting. Well, so I guess I would just like to just let's break down Drag Race. What are your thoughts overall on the season 13, girls? Well, my name's Amon and I'm here for the throne. <laughs> Renee. <laughs> <laughs> track. Girl, I actually live for most of the queens. Most. Who don't you live for? Anybody with the name Ka in their name. <laughs> Because I'm Utica? She has Ka in her name. In the beginning. (laughs) I actually live, like, I like kooky queens because I'm a Crystal Method fan. I thought you were going to say because I'm a Crystal Method addict. And I was like, oh my God. Girl, I like that Utica's kooky. And, you know, but they're all, they all love each other. I see. I hate that they all love each other. But I think that that's really just because they've been in two separate groups. I think once it gets brought in and Tina Burner and Rose's egos clash, we're going to have some issues. But, like, let's just, because I didn't have you on, so, like, let's talk about what did you think of the twist right off the top? Girl, I lived for it. I thought they were going to lip sync. Like, I didn't know that it was going to be 
two to two to two to two to three, apparently, because, you know, somebody... Okay, with the clanking on the table. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I, I liked it. I thought it was twisty and turny, and it, it re- like you said the last time, it really showed people's... True colors. True colors. Like, we got to see people like Rosé have a full panic attack. Girl, when she was voted off and was like... Uh, I guess I'm going home. I, uh. mm, am I going home or am I not? Do I know how to do eyeshadow or do I not? <laughs> um, so you hate Kimora Hall. I just, I'm over the... Oh, you're really shaking. For those of you, because this is an audio podcast, the champagne and Renee's champagne flute was literally <laughs> like there was an earthquake. Girl, I've never been on a podcast before. No, but you talk to your lamp, so it's the same thing. <laughs> Yes, sis. Take a sip. No, I'm just over, like, look queens that that's all they do. So you think that pretty look queens aren't a valid form of drag? It is. It is. I get it. But it's like, you know, it... I think this whole lockdown thing has shown truly who can do this. Who can do drag. Yeah, like, it's like... If you're locked in your room, like, what do you have to show somebody in the world? I mean, this is, that's a really great point. And I've alluded to it and made jokes about it. And, you know, when I was drunk and high, I would just name names. Um, But, you know, you do see the likes of New York City's top girls that are doing Instagram live shows for two people. Like, girl, you have seven shows a week and then... Or you're one of the top girls that has seven shows a week and you have to do shows with other people to make sure that people come to see you. And now you're on season 13. Hi, Tina. (laughs) Hi, Gorch. Girl. Girl, her and them two around her lip syncing. She was literally Godzilla. Like, she was a mountain of person. Well, we know Tina. There's no way you're not looking at her. Well, we know Tina. Tina's big. And it's not just... Because, like, Utica's... We noticed last night, Utica's tall as well. Tina is just big. She's She's a lot... But she knows it. She says she's a linebacker. Like, we've always joked about it. But, um... I don't know. I... The more I look at her, there's She's really not pretty. I mean, she's just, she's a Mack truck. (laughs) I mean, she's very talented. I'll never, you know, take that away from her. Well, I actually did take something away from her, but, you know, Miss Fire Island, sorry. Oh, were you the one that won the year that she had a... No, I judged. Oh, so you're the reason that the year that Tina Burner did a... She did the whole Hunger Games thing. And And what did you think about it? I just didn't get it. <laughs> it wasn't my gag at the time. It wasn't my zhuzh. And then she had, I was her roommate. I forgot I was her roommate in the hotel that year. So I remember the pageant ended. I was the host of it. And Tina came storming into our room. I'm sure I was doing like something I shouldn't have been doing. And Tina flew into that room. And it was like... Oh, uh, I mean, Girl. you would have thought she lost a contract with Maybelline. I thought I was going to get attacked. She was throwing things. I mean, she's not a great loser, so I can't wait to see how this <laughs> goes down. Could you imagine she had lost the lip thing? How she would have felt? Well, I think you and I were texting, and I was like, I really hope she loses. Because Tina has one of those egos that 
and I'm saying this with nothing behind it, I think that Tina is a really, really, really sensitive person and overdoes the confidence yes. to make up for it because I've seen Tina in vulnerable situations and it's not pretty. So to go on to this level of a situation that you could, you know, it's not only you're going to lose probably, you have a 1 in 13 chance yes. of winning, but you're going to lose and then the fans are going to fucking eat you. So, like, for someone who doesn't seem to do well with others' opinions all the time, she put herself in a position. But I'll tell you, I spoke to her, and, like, she called me after the first episode, and she was like, I'm reading the comments, and they're not getting to me as bad as I thought they were. Like, girl, at the end of the day, like, I got here, and I'm doing what I wanted to Basically. do. And I have to say, I can talk all the shit about Tina I want to, and, like, I said this to her, and I hope she's coming on as a guest. But, like, Tina and I joke like that. And, like, I can look at Tina and be like, girl, you know you're not pretty. Like, I don't think Tina thinks she looks like Kamora Hall walking down the runway <laughs> in Bob Mackie when she's dressed up as the fucking Tin Man looking like a Jiffy Pop bag. <laughs> not Jiffy Pop. Girl. Girl, the Michelin Man. Girl, literally looking like she was dip-dyed in... Sterling silver. And, like, you needed a lip on. If you're going to get your lips done before you go on Drag Race, put a lip liner on. But, girl, to give it to her, she is smart because Tina, bring me the axe. That was good merch. That was smart. Yeah, um, I mean, at this point of Drag Race, you it is such a machine. Yeah. Like, you have to, when you come... We're just listen to the sound effects <laughs> of Renee's... Renee pouring her champagne. Um... It's a machine. You come back and you have to do the photo shoots in every outfit you wore. You have to have your merch ready by the time mm -hmm. the show airs. Like, I remember when Bianca, on her season, we were living in the same building and I would go down to her apartment. I was on the seventh floor. She was on the second. And I would go to her apartment from like midnight till six in the morning and help package t-shirts that we were shipping out of her apartment. Like, that doesn't happen now. No. And I, you know, it's a, you really have to think a lot further into the future when you do Drag Race now, which is why I think that Kamora Hall is going to be such a success. <laughs> I mean, she's a look queen. She can have her merch. She can have her stuff, you know. Girl, the, let's just gag at the fact that it's been three episodes. Nobody's gone home. UK happens. It's like you get two runways and... Joe back, bye. So, if you, for those of you that don't know, the RuPaul's Drag Race, the UK edition, um, is airing on. Hello, TJ. Do you have any Toddy's tidbits for us? No. <laughs> TJ's gonna have a segment whenever he feels like it. It's called Toddy's Tidbits, and I guess today we don't have any. Mm -hmm. um, but the UK started airing immediately, and I think they kind of got. They filmed 13 and then went and filmed... No, they filmed All-Stars 13 and then Girl, UK. So, so by the time they got to UK, I think they understood how to do Drag Race in Corona. Um, but girl, they literally, episode one of, wait, I need to get a sound effect for spoiler alerts, but I guess for today it'll be, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> um, 
But I already spoiled it earlier. Oh yeah, spoiler alert. Um, there's a girl, a girl that comes onto the show. Her name's Joe Black, and she's a famous cabaret star in like the twenty years. Yeah, she's. Business. I've been doing cabaret acts for thirty years. Well, she's sitting in her confessional, looking like Marlene Dietrich. The whole yes. thing's a damn mess. She yes. looks like Cruella Deville out of drag. And then she's like, they build her up to be this like untouchable one. Everyone knew who she was when she walked in the workroom, and she was eliminated first. Girl. The goop <clears throat> on her face was no, ma'am. I love it. No, See, I was hoping that would happen to Rose or Tina. I was hoping they get almost happened to Rose. I was she hoping, got the thing. I was hoping that they would get Britted because I don't think that Britta deserved <clears throat> the edit she the, had. And and I'm not a person that blames editing. I'm really not. I think that Britta went there and was overconfident and over cocky and I am New York, blah blah blah. But that's not the Britta I know. I'm very. I consider myself close with Britta. We speak frequently, especially in sobriety. She's sober, I'm sober. Like, we talk frequently. And I hang out with Britta out. You know, when we were messy, we'd switch costumes at brunch and whatnot. Like, Britta's a good time gal, and everyone knows that. So when I saw the way she was portrayed on the show, because of her own actions, I just, it was heartbreaking, because she wanted this as bad as Tina does. So, which is why I kind of wish Tina got the no and then like kind of humbled no. her a little yeah. bit because girl now the preview for next week Ooh, she's like the B squad's here girl mama my bazooka yeah. joe tramp stamp <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know um bazooka joe was this bubble gum from like the 1800s <laughs> and it was like the worst thing it would break your teeth it would have flavor for four seconds but you'd get like this cute little sticker or tattoo and apparently renee envisions me as a five-year-old with a bazooka joe tramp stamp thanks daddy sticking yes. my butt out being like yeah gorge bazooka joe oh boy renee's drunk come draw drag Okay, so wait. Let's rail this back in. So they had to do their day and nighttime looks. Do you remember them? Because you were heavily drinking by this time. Last night? Yeah. Um, do you remember? You hated... Okay, well, let's just talk about Kamora. Katmora. Girl, girl, the anxiety. She she moves. Like, girl, I take five hours to do my face. Girl. Well, first yeah. of all, let's wait Mama. there. Who takes... Five hours. Naomi Smalls takes four... I think she says she takes four hours. I can see that. Naomi Smalls is probably, in my mind, one of the most stunning drag race girls to come out of the franchise. And when you see her process, like, she does a skincare routine before... Like, now that I'm sober and have all the time in the world, and I'm not worried about... for a skincare. I love a skincare. And I'm not worried about, like, I have to be ready at 7 o'clock to do shots with five people on FaceTime. I'm like, I'll throw a mask on for 20 minutes beforehand. Like, why not? And I don't even wash my face. Oh, girl. Renee, did you shower for this interview? I did not. (laughs) (laughs) I've been living in pictures. Legit. You put on shoes yesterday, and you said I forgot what shoes felt like. Yes, it's true. Um, so their, their theme was daytime and then vamp 2021. So like the way they edited it was that Kamora, I mean, they, she was last out. It obviously she was last out, but they made it look like they were going to start without her. And maybe they were really wanted it. I I wish we could get Tina on the phone. Let me text her right now. Oh, Tina wasn't in that group because she's a winner, baby. (laughs) 
I don't know any of the losers because I don't hang out with fucking losers, Gorge. I actually don't remember that runway. <laughs> Girl, I mean... Well, you had a lot to say during it. Girl, you you were chatty Cathy on those runway looks last night. Girl, you were you were Michelle Visage. Um, I remember all the uh Well main let's, let's remember this. Utica came out for the mini challenge. She had like the plastic balls all over herself. I liked that. And then for her vamp, she I said that she looked like a hairball that got stuck in a dishwasher disposal. Because it she just looked dirty. She looked like moss. And it was like she had like a inflatable pool as a collar. Oh yeah. And Rose yes, yes. had that beautiful caged hat. I liked that. Yeah, Rose. Listen, uh, this is what I'm gonna. <laughs> How dare nope, that wasn't it. <laughs> the fact that I can actually now remember when you tell me, yeah, but I can't actually. Remember. I'm I'm gonna say this. I think Rose's eye makeup might be some of the worst I've ever seen. It my five year old nephew does makeup on better the main, on the. She just—it's horrendous. No, I. Anytime, I don't think she's ever looked pretty. I thought for the runway she looked pretty. I think that you were drunk. <laughs> I. We just watched Untucked. And I you're she still looked, drunk, girl, mama. <laughs> no, it's literally like pink, blue, black. There's no blending. And what I liked is that for her nighttime look, she had that hat that covered her eyes. <laughs> Because her plastic surgery on her lips is really phenomenal. Um, like, she has that, like, she plumps the corners more than the top, which gives her that pillow here, like Lisa Rinna, which I like. And I just like that she covered her face. Like, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm really happy she covered her face. I'm just wanting Laguna Blue. <laughs> I live for her. You want to talk about someone with an ego? Come Miss Mama. Oh, she does? Anyone that's in Stephanie's Child has an ego. Girl. Girl, they literally started out as booger drag, and then all of a sudden we're like, we're the best girls in New York City. And I was like, you're working at pieces. Stop it. And you were, they're like, we're on The Voice. You were backup singers for Nadra Bell, who was off busy at the meth gala. Oh, <laughs> the meth gala. Munch, munch. Oh, Renee, you're gonna have. We're gonna have to go buy another bottle of champagne for TJ after this. No, she's drinking, drinking. I, Did you I, like I, a glass? No, I'm gonna buy you another bottle. I don't care. <laughs> TJ's standing here with this nice sausage in it. Girl, why are you having a sausage <laughs> in two different areas, oh darling? <laughs> um. So yeah, none of their mini challenge looks were really. It for me. I loved Rose's nighttime look. Like, that was high fashion, editorial, and like, I think at this stage of the game, it has to be. It, it's like insane. you can't go on there and do Bianca's like, column dresses. Like, I asked you, what was it last night that I said, do you think Bianca could win now? And I said, it's no. It's I not shade, but I it's said. just like, yeah. Girl, I, I mean, you come in and it's like, you have to do. Yeah. I could write a song, do two songs. I think she'd make it all the way. I don't think she would win. I, I really, I, you know, I think Bianca was perfectly placed. I think Bianca went. Yes. I think season six is where everything changed. I think they formatted the, I think the casting production changed. Um, I think something changed because season six was so phenomenal and then season seven was such a flop. I mean, it has. Meanwhile, it has most standouts. Yes. It has Trixie, it has Katya. 
Anna Oop. <laughs> and who else? Jasmine. But Jasmine was internet famous before that. Jasmine is probably live right now, just smoking pot. And Girl, and Nina is showing her ceiling. And it her still phone. gets more viewers than Bootsy LaFerris. <laughs> I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> um, girl, I have to tell you, sometimes my favorite thing is like I'm, I'm, I, I I'm guess the one. <laughs> I guess I am like a righteous. I'm righteous in many ways, and my ego, and something I've learned tying this back to last week's episode in my recovery, is that my I'm very heavily ego-driven. Um, I l- enjoy watching these girls' shows, like, just popping in and seeing that they have four people, and I'm like, I'm in bed, and my bills are paid, and I don't have to do this. Girl. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, they're live. You're like, I don't want to go in. I'm not going in and watching in. that mess. Girl, I don't Shangela want was live. You're like, I'm not going in. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't need it from her. <laughs> Girl, um, but why are we not canceling Vanjie? What? Where's the Vanjie-ness? Because what is there to cancel? I don't what, know. There's nothing to cancel. Shangela has built an empire this, upon Draggers. Shangela is an HBO girl. Do you know what that money looks like? Yes. Do you want to know what seven season contracts look like for HBO girl? Millionaires. Her, Eureka, and Bob are millionaires thanks to HBO. So why is Bob, like... Asking for cameos. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just gonna I mean, oh my god. I love I love you, Bob. Love Because you. I think they're love probably you. trying to just remain sane, I guess. What, probably seen. True. You know, they're not touring. True. And true, Bob true. and Monet's podcast is it's, easily it's, my favorite it's, podcast. Girl. My name's a Mona and I'm a here for the throne. So is there anything <laughs> that like stood out for you in last night's episode that you were like, this person's a star. Because I know what mine is. <clears throat> the lady said leave. Tamisha Amon uh, yes. is a star. Yes, yes. And she's endearing and she's motherly. A, she's a mother. And I said it to you when we were watching on Talk Today. I said, I would love to be on a season with her because you just see... Like, when she said... um. I came in expecting greatness, and then I got knocked down, so now I know not to expect that. Yeah. Like, she's someone that takes life's moments and, and just moves. Applies and applies them. Yes. And that's, I think, how you have a 30-year career doing this. And she said, I'm not here to win. I, I wanted to be here, and I'm here to make friends and family. And But, I mean, like, you, you look at somebody like Vivacious, but, like, that was the mother, mother. Well, girl, Vivacious. We're in cars together getting fish tacos. Like, oh. that's... And look where both of them are now. But, like, Tamisha... <laughs> oh, wait. Hold on. We have a Dottie tidbit. Can you edit me out? No. Oh, well, I don't want everyone to know what I'm going to say. That's why I clicked. Oh, hold on. We'll have to edit that part out. Now it's an edited podcast, and there goes my whole shtick. Your credibility is shot. My credibility is shot. Shut your fucking Well, you know, that's like there's girls that have worked in New York City nightlife for so long. No, but I'm saying the difference is that, like, I get mother from Tamisha. Like, I get the endearingness. Like, um, when she was talking about bitch, we all know that bitch that came from the ceiling, you know. Tandy. Girl. Just watched it in bed before I came down here because even RuPaul's Drag Race Facebook 
uh, posted it. it. Yeah. Well, you know, we've all seen that. Girl, I have showed it to so many fucking people, and the fact that she is her mama, mama. Call her mother. Mama. Girl, literally. Mama. Now, so if you had to choose, this is going to be your top four, t- top three out of everyone. Who is it? Out of everyone. Simone, first of all. <laughs> it's Denali Kimura. <laughs> no. No. It's not Candy Mules. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. We haven't even gotten into that. <laughs> Girl. Okay, so give us your <laughs> top three, and then we're going to jump into Candy Muse. <laughs> munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Munch. Munch, munch. Um, Simone. Um, uh, oh. Uh, Tamisha. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard to say, because a lot of them are kind of like the same-ish... Like, when you look at Rosé and Denali, they're like, it's like the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to see what Utica brings, because, girl, I wasn't a Crystal fan, like, for the first three episodes. And then, bitch, you ain't getting me. Now you're just masturbating to Crystal <laughs> cameos. <laughs> she watches Crystal's cameo okay, page in Jackson. Let's just talk. Let's just say that Crystal does look like my ex. Oh, here we so go. So that, you know. So Renee dated her ex and we won't say his name because he looked like Crystal. <laughs> like, just saying that. So Is that's that why, why you she... dated him? No, I dated him. I was dating him before that. Just saying, like, he looked like him. You're like a spooky, ooky, freaky, geeky gay. Yes. Ooh, the sausage is simmering in my head. Oof. I love it. Snap, um, crackle, and pop. Who else um, is there? Okay, so let's figure... I want to figure out why you hate Candy Muse so much. You hate Candy and you hate Kimora because you hate anyone whose name starts with a K. Because you're in the KKK. <laughs> so up. here we are. Renee's in the KKK. <laughs> the FBI does not need to be busting at my door. Girl, your parents would be like, yay! <laughs> um, it's not that I hate Candy Muse. I'm... I just don't like... Hmm. Uh... Spit it out, sis, because you've told me this in private, so get to I it. I just don't like people who I feel that they can't turn it off. Like, But I have to tell you, that's Candy Muse 24-7. Uh, but know how to reel it back. Like, Vanjie's always, Vanjie, 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 and then Candy Muse. Girl, you, closed captioning couldn't even get what she said last night. Girl, get me. Like, uh, girl. Come on! I'm making whatever you just said a soundbite that will live on the soundboard for the rest of my life. Like, I think she's pretty. Um, Do you? (laughs) Renee, this is a podcast about honesty, and I don't think that you think that Candy Muse is pretty. I think you said that her outfit was ugly and oh, that you girl, hated I mean, her hair. Lame was no, no, that that gotta go. <laughs> Mama, you coming out with a fucking like wrinkly ass thing, and you're like, ooh, I'm gonna slightly undo my little robe here and <laughs> show my little cuckoo. Could you could you imagine <laughs> she turned around and had a bazooka throat? <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't know, like. You know, Kimora, it's like, going back to the other Kimora, it's like, the fact that they, her and Derek Barry did uh, a, a show based on how dumb they are, 
girl, like what? <laughs> Why are you showcasing that? Why is that a thing that you have to be dumb? Ooh, what does that mean? I don't get that. Well, maybe, I mean, that was you last night playing Trivial Pursuit. Girl, don't get me with Trivial Pursuit. <laughs> I mean, <sighs> girl. So I, I don't know. It's just, it's just my thing. So like, who do you hope is what for? I, you know, I don't think if Vanjie hadn't done her Miss Vanjie, she wouldn't have come back. It was, she only came back because it went viral. Am I wrong? No. No. But she knew what she was doing. Oh, okay. Well, so who do you think is going to be the first to go? <sighs> think, keep in mind, next week is an acting challenge. Oh my challenge. god, it's Cats the fucking Rosical. Shut the fuck up. Is it? Because then we saw the preview and it said that it's the... No, I think Cats the Rusical then is, is UK? Yes, Cats oh. Rats is UK. And then next week is the... RuPaul Mark Christmas Yeah, that's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Oh. And from what I see, Candy and Tina are on a team. So that's going to be the le- the number 10 if they stand next to each other. <laughs> 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 Tall and lanky and two tons Girl. of fun. <laughs> um, I think Tina will do uh, well because she's... She's yeah. an actress. She's an actress. She acts entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kamara's going to be like, what's a DeLorean? <laughs> Oh boy! But who do you think like, like going like Gia Gunn? That's just, that's the that's the mold. It's like girl, Gia, boom, boom, gun. I you know, am the boom, boom, gun. Gia, Kamora, Kamora. Like it's just all this girl. Bye. So you hate Asians? No, <laughs> I love Manila. I love Raja. I love Angina. You, you love know, they Chinese have, food. They, they have substance. Yes. I need substance with my drag. Yes. I need storylines. I need like storytellers. <laughs> oh my god. I did not ask. She that's said what she that's said. Not that they are as a person, but that's how they're marketed on the show. They're, yes. they're unintelligent. I said what I said. I didn't say it. He said what he said. Coming from the sausage <laughs> factory. You know. So who do you think in an acting challenge, after we've seen what we've seen, is going to be the person to go home? Um, Kimora. <laughs> like, I mean, what, she's gonna be like, what's my line? It took me five hours to learn the other one. Like, <laughs> like, I think know, that... I think Candy Muse would have a lot of energy, but she might not remember her lines. No, but she's gonna be the type that if she doesn't remember her line, she's gonna keep going and just make it hysterical. Yeah. Um, Candy's, I predict Candy in the top three. Candy, Simone... Oh, love Simone. Tamisha. And... Everybody is seeing Simone as Simone. It's... Ro- I mean, maybe Rosé. I don't know why I have such things against her. Well, maybe Ro- it's because they're like, the cool girls of New York City, and I'm like, fuck off. Fuck off. T- Tina's not going to be in the top. Sorry. They're going to mark... She'll be an all-star, but she's not going to be in the top. She never topped... <laughs> Um, it's it's hard to say right now. Like somebody like there's something about Joey that I kind of like, but I can't put my finger on it. Oh, that hair! I know that's yeah. I can't, and like I get it. That's your maybe you don't like pretty girls, and maybe I don't like girls that don't wear wigs because I hate you hate angina. I d- don't find Angina to be anything <laughs> close to entertaining. 
and I don't think she's pretty, she and I think that. she's boring as fuck. Point blank and period. You were great in the first season because you had a cry moment. Other than that, what have you done? Munch, munch. <laughs> I don't find her entertaining. I think she's boring as fuck. I think... She's like, Here. I did not know this was the I hate angina. Like, girl, what are you, Bob and Blair? <laughs> I said what I said. Oh. What? I hate kielbasa and sausage. Like, it just skeeves me out. Thank you. Ugh. Mm. Uh, mm. Munch, munch, crunch, crunch. Um, wait. So no, I you know I get it. It's a cute moment here and there, but like you had one, two, you had three opportunities last night to wear a wig, and you changed your hairspray color every time. Change it up, toots. Girl, maybe it's because she's cute. <laughs> maybe because you just want to fuck her in her confessional. Girl, mama misses sex. And I said what I said. This part of the program is brought to us by MamaMrsSex.com. MamaMrsSex.com is run by one Miss Renee Flaming from her bed in Long Island. Mama Mrs. Sex is looking for men who look like Crystal Method or Utica. They have a little spooky, ooky, kooky effect and are looking for a good time loving partner named Renee Flaming. She likes champagne and long walks in the liquor store. Cool. <laughs> That's how you know, like, how quarantined I am. Please like, use code <laughs> RENEE10 for 10% off your first date at the liquor barn with Renee Flaming at mamamissesex.gov. Girl, I said what I said. Dot gov. <sighs> well, then I guess I could just bring us to a point now of what do you think? Are you excited that we'll never have another episode of Drag Race with President Trump? Oh, my Trump? God, mama. It feels like... 2020 was like eight years, but also like one month. It feels like everything, every day, something was happening. So it's just like. And I don't think it's <clears throat> over. I think we're going to see such a. Let's get political. Stealing Willem in Alaska's thing. Girl. I have no business talking politics, but you do because you watch. I watch a lot watch. of CNN. But, um. Jake Tapper can get it. Mama misses sex. <laughs> but like, literally the village people stormed the Capitol. Girl. And they were playing, you know, Macho Man at the fucking And rally. then literally, the guy with like the horns and face paint is like requesting an organic diet in jail. You were wearing <clears throat> animal fur and animal horns. Girl. Category is... And they gave it to him. They gave yeah, him the organic diet. And the other guy got out of prison because he's a stay-at-home father. Yeah. If mama was black... She would have been killed. Yeah, she would She would have already been dead. I said it that night. I said black people wouldn't have made it that far into the Capitol. No. No, mama. So... Miss Tamisha Mon would not be <laughs> getting up in there. Simone would not be like, my name is Simone. Simone. But here's the thing about... <clears throat> Oh, mama. Excuse me. The thing about Simone, and it's very much how they did Gigi last year, they projected Gigi as the winner from episode one. Yes. Like, you just felt like it was edited for Gigi. And then... But was that because they had to, like, whoosh against Miss... She shall not be named. Her name's Sherry Pie, and she's a predator. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the deal with Trinity? Who? Oh, Trinity, I think I talked about this, maybe it was on Patreon, that she had a Reddit account where she was pretending to be a black trans woman. And then now she has a, a picture of her with like a big halo and she's like, thanks for all this support. Oh, girl. Yes, mama. Girl. 
Girl. Don't get me started. No, but st- can I still, I'm still on Silky Nutmeg trying to hide her face in the video. And then she wants to say, I did what I did because you're president. And then where's the video? She took, the, she said, I'm not sorry. I don't apologize for my actions. I stand by what I did. And then she took the video of her apology down. Down. <laughs> her and Shangela have the same uh, management company. It's called Backpedal. Girl, <laughs> welcome to the stage. Backpedal Lane Closures. Lane Clo- Girl, Lane Closures is a cute drag name and to she, anybody who wants to use it. And she shops at Lane Bryant. Girl. <laughs> and she just wears like cones. And her mom's cones. name is Elaine. Girl. Getting up to White Plains, it was Lane Closures. Please don't tell people where I live. <laughs> the Poconos. <laughs> The polka no she better donos. <laughs> uh, well, Renee, do you have any final parting words of wisdom for the children? Something. What's the biggest takeaway from quarantine? Girl, find that fourteen ninety nine vodka and just go to town, honey. <laughs> Renee said what she said. And ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, don't forget this episode was brought to us by Gay Pride Apparel. You can use code HONESTTEA for 20% off on their website. Also, don't forget to go over to Patreon and sign up for the Hardcore Honest Tea Patreon. For $5, you get one little episode a week. And for $20, you get the one-hour episode at the end of the month as well as all of the extra episodes. So, listen, girls. There's a lot more tea to be spilled, and I name more names there than I name here. Like, I'll literally over there, I would truly be like... I still haven't... (laughs) No, we're gonna sign you up the minute that we get off this. Over there, I would truly be like, has the worst online attendance ever, because she thinks she's the shit, but really she works at and has absolutely no followers on Facebook. But you have to get over to Patreon to hear that without the air horns and actually hear the names that I was saying. <laughs> well, Renee's going to go polish off the rest of this bottle of champagne. We're probably going to play Uno and Yahtzee. And Ooh, and this loaded question. You love anything uh, with a load. Girl, Mama misses sex. A loaded, a, load, a loaded potato. Mama misses sex. That's right. This is brought to you by MamaMissesSex.com. <laughs> My name's Logan Hardcore. And if Crystal Method, you're done. I'm here. <laughs> and if Chris, anyone knows Crystal Method and she's looking for a good time gal who enjoys, like I said, long walks through the vodka department, my friend Renee is available and will break quarantine to go to your house. <laughs> She'll probably have to drive there in her rickety car, so it'll take her 14 days anyways. <laughs> And don't forget, if you work for Bazooka Joe, we're also looking for a Bazooka Joe <laughs> yes. sponsorship and tramp stamps. Yes. We're going to go eat this gorgeous sausage <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy the rest of our Saturday. Thanks for coming, Renee. Yeah. And if the kids like you, maybe we could do it on, like, we can have you on once a month to talk about. Oh my about. gosh. I was so nervous. <laughs> I know. Now your shakes have subsided. Yes. And who knows? There might be a lot of sizzling and cracking in the background of this episode, but listen, what the That's fuck? That's just my bubble guts. <laughs> <laughs> Her bubble guts and Bazooka Joe bubble gum. <laughs> All right. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> That's what happens when I hit every sound effect at once. Bye!